Hey, how's it going? This is Billy. And I'm Jen. You're listening to Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Cheers, my babe. Cheers. It's beginning to look a lot like, like Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> oh, I feel it. I don't know if you're driving in your it's car, my in your office. It's favorite time of the year. And I know it is on, in November, but you know what? Bah humbug to you, Scrooges. It feels like Christmas. And uh, we are literally right after this this morning here. We are after we film this Film this podcast. Yeah, um, all the crew, it. you yep. know. Thank you. Video cameras. YouTube, Netflix. Hulu. Um, Bumble Zumble. Amazon. <laughs> I don't know. All the new ones that are about to release. Amazon you know. Prime, we appreciate you being here and filming this. Um, uh, we're going to set up our Christmas villages. We are. Yes. And I'm, I'm in a total agreement with you on this one. You were trying to do it, I think it was like October 3rd. Yeah, and I was like, for the hey, time I was looking out, for time outlet. out. That's too late. Like yeah. after thing, after uh, Halloween, we can begin Christmas music and all the things. After the Devil's Day, we begin to celebrate yes, the Lord's I just, Day. It feels right. <laughs> you know, you light the candles. I'm not mad at the Devil's Day. I'm all down for free You candy. trim the tree. Okay, I'd like to do a poll for all our listeners. Do you do fake trees or real trees? Because mm. I have an issue with- um, What do we do? Well, we've Both. come we've come a long ways. Both. We were anti fake trees for years. We had we were forced to buy one in our small condo. And we did, and it was okay. But now we have every we year a real tree and a fake tree. Yes, it. yeah, we have two trees. Of course, and I love it. I love it. I'm down to have three trees. In fact, no, I don't no, know where we put a third one in the bathroom, but. I mean, I would do that. You wouldn't have an issue with smells because anymore. If you need to, you're a dog, you pee on the tree in the bathroom, but that, that doesn't Are you calling sense. me a dog? <laughs> um, so we're going to set up our Christmas village. We collect pieces. Uh, call me grandpa. You, wait, wait, call okay, me to wait, my wait, face, it's grandpa. It's cute, babe. It's cute. You collect pieces. I, you are so... <laughs> listen, I love you. Chick, you are so into it, Jen. And in the beginning when you, you, so you informed me that you, you were going like to collect the villages, the Christmas villages, I was like, oh my God, you're becoming a grandpa. And then I thought, oh, how cute. Oh. Oh, like cute. Wow. Then I then I was like, I mean, you know I'm what? Totally every every great man needs to have a collection, and he has chosen a Christmas village. <laughs> so you collect cigars Woman, and you collect Christmas villages. You're mocking me. I don't know okay. how that goes. I do hand collect hand, fine cigars, it, and I feel cute. like a Christmas village is very close to that. Like there's a lot of I manliness it's, in it. It actually it makes wait me, till we get these villages set up. We'll post pictures. It makes my heart happy that you collect. Christmas it makes villages. my heart happy. Okay, speaking of Christmas, I'm super, <laughs> super stoked out of my mind. We got this Christmas party coming up. Uh, it's going to be a live recording, live event, Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. I don't want to be that guy who says um, tickets are limited, but in fact- But it kind of is. They are. And it, here's are. why. The venue is super trendy. It's in Ballard. It's called the Cathedral, but it is a limited space. Okay. It's two levels. It's going to be really awesome, but we could actually only, by fire codes, have so many people right. in this. So- the tickets actually are limited. So if you're thinking about coming, I hope you'll come. No one does Christmas like us. It's going to be so and much you know, fun. The and it's December is, 4th. Like, start it out right. Yes, and the reality yeah. is this time of year is really hard for a lot of people. But you know what? Can I say to all those who may have lost a loved one or tragedy happened during this time and it's bad memories? Yeah. Why don't you just come and hang out with people and have a good night and have some fun and like turn those bad memories and moments into some something maybe fun that night? Here's a promise that I guarantee. You're going to laugh. We're yes. going to have so much fun. It's going to be so holiday-ish-esque. Esque? <laughs> um, holiday Here's the thing we're doing. Out of everyone who buys a ticket, we're going to put you in a drawing. And that night of, we are going to choose and announce um, the person. But randomly. We're going to pull it from a hat. Yep. Or I don't... Do we have a hat? Or a Santa hat. We can <laughs> okay. just pull it from a Santa Maybe hat. Maybe we'll just do like a random, like, you know, whatever. Um, it'll be random for sure. 
and you get to you get to co-host Coffee Talk with us. Yes. Right here we're in Coffee Talk breakfast, Studios. And we're going to have a great old oh, time. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you know, behind the scenes, Vic the Sound Chick shows up. It's in her rider. She has to have breakfast every yeah, time she shows up. Intense, to the, man. High so maintenance we'll, over here. You can join us at our house in Kirkland, Washington. We will have breakfast, and then we will come up to Coffee Talk Studios, where we are currently, and you will co-host with us. Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. And you know what? I'm excited about our, um, our And we're going to talk about sex. Yes. Yes. That's what oh, we'll talk about with my you. My favorite topic. Yeah. Unless it's a 13-year-old girl. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, what? Yes, it really does. <laughs> we're not talking about sex. Vic the Sound Chick. Why would you say such things? Why? Wait, we're getting Vic the Sound Chick t-shirts is what I was about to say. People. Like, they're coming. It's going to be a limited edition of the some product. The people have asked, and we're delivering, my the friends. The masses have spoken, and yes. we shall deliver. We shall deliver. So, anyways. It's be a good time. Cheers to Christmas, Cheers. man. One Come more on. time, babe. Yeah. Cheers. Today, kind of wanted to, um, um, can I say thank you? Why are you laughing, Vic the Sound Chick? Sip so loud. Yeah, that's rude. Although I believe in certain cultures, <laughs> sipping your drink is it's, is a compliment. A, to the to the host. So like, okay. <laughs> I just spit on myself. Dog so like, that right there. Little Capone is like. For <laughs> everyone who listens worldwide, that was me complimenting you. <laughs> okay, it's so weird. Is that even a thing? Like, uh, we should Google. Is that a thing? I don't know. I think it is. I saw it in we some just, movie. We just made it a thing. Um, so at, at the Christmas dinner, make sure you sip really loud. Yes, that's okay. true. Um, I want to say thank you for the many people mm-hmm. who have reached out to us via social media or whatever regarding last week's podcast, um, Sunglasses and Advil. Mm-hmm. Yo, last night was mad real. Um, thank you so much. And um, I just, I'm glad we could, um, I'm actually, I'm glad that we can be transparent and I'm not complimenting myself, but I'm glad that people reach out and it means a lot. And maybe you don't think it does, or maybe you think we don't because see it. Because the truth is, is we see it we're all. not the only ones going through hard stuff. That you is know, a fact. There's and a world full of people in our world and outside of our world that every single day are Everybody hurts. So sometime. many hard things. That's an old REM. So uh, we love you throwback. and thank you for all your love. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Today, kind of wanted to jump on this subject, babe. And here's the question I'm going to launch us off with. And we can discuss it. Um, where do we go when things don't go the way we planned? Mm. Mm. Where do we go when things don't go the way we planned? That's the question I want to ask us. Um, and maybe maybe a more artsy way of saying it Ooh, is. I like artsy. Um, um, you can be in the dark, but not lost. Like just because you're in the dark doesn't mean you're you're lost. So life has a way of like making us go the direction we didn't want to go in or it doesn't go the way we planned. And so where do we go? How do we how do we navigate those seasons? And I, I told you this right before we turned on the mics while we were doing breakfast. Um, I think I want to talk about this. And you're like, we covered this topic a lot, to which my response was, because this topic is every day, all day. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think it's just part of life, and I think we should come in from a different way. Where do we go when things don't go the way we planned? I remember, you will recall this. um, This is a throwback. When we were dating, you and I, you were 12. um, Okay. (laughs) You were actually actually 16. I was 17. You were 16 when we were dating. I married you when you were 17. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I practically raised you, woman. No, you didn't. Go to your room. It's like we raised each other. I'll go with you. (laughs) I'm down, Uh, baby. uh, Vic, did you just do the Jimmy Fallon? Yeah. Uh, I stepped out of Gary. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Vic, you're taking too much airtime. 
Okay. And I love it. Remember when we were dating when you were four? And, okay, um, calm down. Um, you were going to teach me to drive stick shift. You, 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 thank sure. you. That just... I, I trained you and raised you. I taught you <laughs> how to drive a stick shift. You taught me how to ride the stick, and yes, that's a fact. You and did. just by the way, I also taught you how to change your your oil. Okay, we're diverting. Vehicle. We're diverting. I, I essentially taught you everything that oh, you know. I will give you those two things for <laughs> okay. sure. You were, we were you were going to teach me how to drive stick shift. I was getting a new car, and it, um, it had a stick shift, and I wanted to learn. I thought driving stick shift was cool. It also kind of was embarrassing that my girlfriend could drive stick, and I couldn't. So I was like, so mm-hmm. we were going to go out. And here was my expectation for this day. I remember this for sure. It was sunny. And you, you had know, already been kind of practicing up to this point. Yeah, and it was terrible. Yeah. I'd gone once. My dad had taken me once. First gear was just, I could not do first Couldn't gear. even get out of it. So it's a sunny day in Georgia, and we jump in your car, which was a stick, and, we, and we're going to go. And I'm in the driver's seat. And I'll never forget, like, my... My expectation of this day was this. Here's how I thought it would go down. I'm going to be all day. It's a day date with my girlfriend. It's probably going to be romantic. Like, she's teaching me. And, you know, like, kind of like, you ever see, like, the couples, like, playing pool? And she's like, can you show me how to do it? And he, like, goes behind <laughs> her. And he, like, wraps his arms around her. Yeah, he, like, he does. You know, he scoots on up, you know. And she's like, oh, is this right? And he's like, oh, it's right. <laughs> you know, like, I kind of, like, that's how it was going to be driving stick. Like, my hand like was going to be on a stick Hallmark shift. Movie. Your hand was going to be on my hand. And you were like, oh, like, God. like go like this. <laughs> you know, like, we were, we were going to move. And, and I literally thought, like, yeah. What could be any better than a parked car with my girlfriend? Like right? we're gonna we're gonna stick shift it up, then we're gonna park the car. Like I had so much expectations. That's what dreams are made of. Five minutes into this thing, we get to um. I, it's hard to get out of first, but I somehow get into first, and we get to this stop sign that's kind of on a hill. And we you jerked the car the entire way. It yeah, was yeah. just a hot I was mess. terrible. We get to the stop. Now you, I'm you, now you I drive stick everything. so much better it, than you. That was the problem. Are we gonna say that I drive stick so much better than you? No, that's not true. Are we? Oh. No. No, so not, not much better. Okay, you know that's not. I taught if I Give if the teacher that. teaches well, the you know, student you know surpassed the teacher. If, it, if a, a great teacher teaches and the and the student out does the teacher, then the teachers yeah. So you probably did. You probably did. Thank you for coming <laughs> yeah. to that conclusion. I am right. That now. was awesome. You just came to it right here, yes. real time. Oh, a God great is teacher good, huh? teaches so good. well that the student out does. Okay. Yeah. So, anyways, we get to the stop sign. It's on a slight hill, and I can't. I cannot get out of first a gear. A slight hill. I cannot make note of that. And I'm, and so I will admit, especially back when I was, how old I had been? 18. I will admit, I was like, I was losing my temper and you were laughing. I had never seen the side of you up to this point. Yeah. yeah, Which wasn't helping. You're laughing. You're like, Oh my God. I couldn't believe you were overreacting. So so I'm like, you got to do it. And you're like, no, no, you can do it. I'm like, I can't do it. Just give me over that. Get me out of the hill. And then I'll keep going. You're like, no, this is part of learning. We had been driving for some time. It wasn't like this was your first hill. hill. You were just losing yourself. Well, I'm like, I can't do it. You do it. And you're like, no. So I get out of the driver's seat, go to walk around the car. I'm like, and I'm thinking like, it's no big deal. And, And you lock the door. Yeah, I did. And I'm like, no, you didn't. I'm like, Jen, <laughs> Jen, I'm not kidding. And I could try to be funny, like, and you're like, you're laughing just like you're laughing right now. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, Jen, get in the driver's seat. You're like, nope, nope, nope. I'm like, I'm not kidding. We're blocking the road. What if a car There was comes? no one at this point behind you're like, us, nope, by the way. Nope, nope. And I'm so I am literally like, I thought this was gonna be a romantic date, but now I'm kind of wanting to break up with you. And so I'm like, I think I like I start to yell. And like, you ever have you ever like Punch the air. Like, <laughs> you, like, you were like Tommy Boy out standing outside of the car. I'm like shadow boxing the air. I'm like, get out of Car pulls up behind us. Oh my God. So now I'm trying to keep it cool. And I, I'm super aware of people. Now I you're never, just like, oh. you were like, 
Now, not only Angry. am I mad, but I'm embarrassed. You were, we're so we're, embarrassed. We're inconveniencing cars. They can't go around. We're like this. We're like we're in a. They kind of could have. They just didn't. So I'm like, Jen, there's a car. There's a car. Get out. And I'm like, kind of waving. I'm like, hey, it's good. And I'm Jen. There's a car. And she's like, Nope. You you never get embarrassed. You don't care. Like you just. Because I knew, it's, I already knew you were a stubborn man. Is actually no, very I sexy, knew you yeah. were more stubborn than I. I was like, if he just doesn't sit back in the driver's seat and figure this out, you would never have figured it out. I just knew it. Yeah. So I was like, lock the door. You'll figure it out. So I think I hit the window. <laughs> Get out! And which you laughed just like that. It only made you laugh. <laughs> I was just like, like this was like your own amusement. You literally and lost yourself. And dude, the yourself. car behind me, Vic. True story. Honks his horn. He's two feet away from me. It makes me jump. Now I turn. I look. You were actually dude. more embarrassed than anything. I you put my like, hands up. Like, are you kidding me, man? And there's no. So I have to jump in the car. I'm like, I can't. And believe guess who? This. Like, just flew out After of first about gear. Fifteen tries. I just, just peel the tires. Fly out of first gear. We cut the date off. We go home. Uh, no, but you literally learned how to drive a stick that day. <laughs> okay. I'm that's just true. saying. We drove. All the way home, and I never drove one time. Like, you just crushed it. And I am convinced if I didn't just lock that door and stay in the passenger seat, right. you would have never okay. learned. Okay, so which brings me to our is. topic. That day, my plans for that day went completely different <laughs> than how. What do we do when we are in the dark, but we don't want to get lost? What do you do? Like, because that's just life, right? That's life for everyone who's listening to the podcast, no matter where you are, what you're doing, how old you are. Like, you find yourself like, it didn't go the way I planned. I think one of the things you just said, um, was super, you're like, but you learn to drive stick. I think many times opportunities are disguised as obstacles. I think that's just, you just said it, you're like, but you actually learned to drive stick that day. Better and than I would add, and became a better stick driver than you. Is that what we call them? Stick drivers? <laughs> I like it. I am a better shifter than you are. Yeah, you are. Um, oftentimes in life, um, obstacles are actually opportunities. And so Absolutely. I think that has helped us when we feel in the dark, we feel like, I don't know which way to go. This wasn't what I planned. Maybe what you're going through right now, maybe the thing that seems like a mountain that is in your way is actually a mountain for you to climb and go higher than you've ever gone before. Like, how do you get higher if not something do you have to climb up? You know. And so I think it's kind of a perspective shift for, for us and mm -hmm. I think in life is like, hey, um, what are you currently facing that's an obstacle? Maybe that's actually an opportunity. Maybe that's actually something that will propel you into the future. I can't, I can't not remember when we moved to Seattle um, 13 and a half years ago, um, which is crazy because I have the number 135 tattooed on my arm. It's a significant number for me. And we have lived here 13.5 years. I don't, I, don't, I don't know, man. Is you. it a sign? I mean, am I super weird? You and um, numbers, man. Numbers. Numbers. Um, I'll never forget, we came here. We couldn't pay all the bills. I had a meager job. You were like $700 you no in job. the red. Yeah, every bad. month we were kind of like, yep. and you were like, I mean, that talk about an obstacle. Um, I was trying to get my company My mom lived launched. with us. Uh, I lived with you. Vic, the sound chick lived with us, but you were paying rent. Thank you. <laughs> she was helping us. Was much, she was helping us make it. Um, <laughs> and um, you just like, I'm going to go door to door, and I'm going to offer to clean people's homes. Just, Which I had been doing for some time on the side as I was a pastor in Atlanta. Right. And it has been a dream to start a business. And I was in the midst of doing that. But I needed money. So and I didn't want time. you going door to door. So I literally would drive with you. And we had we had a we had a system. I went I door to like, door and sold myself, I was like, babe. If you, yeah, you sold it. Oh, my God. I did. <laughs> Jen, and you're it, not even laughing. I'm just, you're staring I'm at me like, 
I did that for you. Like, I did do that for you. Clarify. You sold your services. And your services <laughs> were know, cleaning. I, it's funny, babe. It's yeah. funny. It is funny and very edgy. I love that about you. Um, we had a system. Like if they opened the door and you talked and they invited you in, I told you. I was like, if you don't text me in two minutes within going that into a house, good. I will come storming through those doors like a stormtrooper. <laughs> and here's what... I, this is what I loved about you. That you day, took I landed two homes. Yeah. And, and that was the played beginning. out that year. That first year of starting business was purely clean incorporated. You, we incorporated. I was the vice president. I think that's important to know. <laughs> you were, babe. Um, you um, were. I had decision-making power in your organization. <laughs> um, you, your company cleared well over six figures. It did. Um, out Within of nothing. Nine months, out yeah. of nothing. And hired a bunch of employees. And, and it was I mean, challenging. I didn't know anyone. I didn't know anyone in Seattle, I didn't even know anyone Babe, except for Pastor Jude and Becky at you church took, home. Yeah, love them. You took an obstacle yeah. and just turned it into an opportunity. Can I ask? You do that a lot, in fact. How? Like, what? How How do we do that? How? What are one of the ways? Like, what is it? Like, is it just mental ascent? Is it just like, what are some of the things that I think practically helps you? How? Because it's perspective. How can you see in the moment? What is an obstacle? What is a huge roadblock? How can you in the moment, what are some of the ways that in those moments you see it as an opportunity? Like, what are some of the things? Do you even know? Is it just? I think I had to deal with the fear of failure. And once I did deal with that fear, I was able to knock on doors that I ultimately were dreams in my heart. And I had always dreamed of starting a company, a cleaning company, which was originally, it was, um, residential that turned into commercial as well and never, never could see what God had done and blessed. But I think I had to face my, my fear of failure. And I just said, you know, I'm going to put myself out there and give it a go. And I'm going to knock on some doors and maybe, maybe the first or second one isn't the right one. But in the end, I truly believe that this is in my heart and I have the capacity and I had to first believe in myself and believe in, in the fact that probably this desire originated from God. So why would I not try? And I think that's, what I did. And that that's as simple. And as that is, it is what it is. I spent $350 to start the company. And then in nine months it cleared six spent figures. $350. That's mm-hmm. a three and a five. If you had a one in there, we got one. And that included my cleaning supplies <laughs> and other things I needed. And I that was it. You're amazing. And I mean, to this day, I just, one day you will be on the cover. And we were, ne- you know, we were in the red $700 for the first, like, I think four months. And then for what, however God did it, we never lacked every single month. And then before we knew it, we were making more money than we had ever made. Two words, sugar mama. You're welcome. <laughs> You're, such You're a- welcome. Hey, can I, can I, okay, I want to take it further. So, um, we got to look at opportunity. We got to look at obstacles as opportunities. You Absolutely. said this, you said it, you kept referencing like knocking on doors, knocking on doors. I, th- I think there's something you did that physically, Yeah. but you're also t- speaking like anthropomorphically. That's a word. That's a good word. Look it up. Yeah, Can you say that awesome. again? Just, just say Metaphorically, it. but if you want to take it a step further, anthropomorphically. Go ahead and look it up online, Vic, while we're doing this. Um, I just, I'm a vocabulary guy. Um, when, you, when you speak of opportunity, I'm just going to say this, and I think this is as real as it gets. Um, opportunity is not coming to you. You have to go to opportunity. Sitting around the breakfast table with my son, Caleb, our second born, the other, I mean, a few weeks ago, and kind of just talking about like where he's going in life. And Caleb is such a dreamer and he's super talented and he's kind of wanting to land on like the, the dream the thing. Like this is it for the rest of his like, life. Like he wants to start on that. And I said, listen, man, the truth of it is like 
right now, probably like the thing, like what am I, what am I breathing for? That's probably not your next thing. But what your next thing is like, what are you going to do right now? People are sitting around waiting for opportunity and, and they're like, I'm thinking change will just come. It's like, you have to go to opportunity. My, My football coach used to always say like, don't wait for your ship to sail in, swim out to it. You know, people are like, I'm waiting for my ship to come in. Why don't you just start swimming to it? And here's what I'll say. I said this to Caleb, and I'm saying this right now. And this is the door thing. Like, a lot of times we're like, I'm just looking for an open door. Do you realize that your opportunity, that opportunity you're really looking for, maybe it's for a career, maybe it's for that great job, maybe it's for that the dream in your heart, maybe it's for that breakthrough, maybe it's for your big shot in an acting career or a modeling career or the business or the loan or the partners or the relationship, like, you know, that big shot, like that might be two, three, four doors deep. Right. The only way you get to that opportunity is you're going to just have to today walk through doors. What is it? Rachel Hollis said this, like, if you don't know what to do, just do what's in front of you today. And you're like, well, what will I do tomorrow? Tomorrow, you will also do what's in front of you. Just do what's just in front of going. you. Just get going. In fact, I would say this, like, you have to go through door number one. And that just might be like for Caleb right now. It's like, hey, maybe just finish your degree. Just maybe just finish it. Like, and, and, do, and do some school and work part-time. That's door number one. That's not the dream. But as you, as you get busy going through door number one, then all of a sudden, on your way, there's another door. And you're like, oh, well, that, that door would have never actually been there had you not gone through the first one. And so then you go through that door. And maybe that's not the door, the door you're looking for, but it's another door. And here's the thing. Maybe you get to door number three, you open the door, and you're like, oh, my, oh, my. Like, this was what it was. You never get there unless you start going. Yes. A mentor said to me just a couple of days ago, I was actually reading. Sometimes mentors are in books we read. And she said, for you to ultimately discover your full potential, she believes it's three things, time, determination, and hard work. And that is the truth. Time is kind of a God factor, but determination and hard work is on you. It's on me. And I think what you're saying is this, is that you have to get busy means you have to be determined and you have to be willing to work really hard. If you can figure that out, my friends, we will fulfill all of our potential. At whatever you're doing. At whatever Can I say to you, doing. sir, if you're, if you're currently out of a job um, and you're like, I can't get busy going to work. Well, don't, you can't go to work every morning, but you know what you can do? Get to work every morning. Just get up and do something. Like, like get, get something, like start moving. That's hard work, determination, timing. That's, that's kind of out of our control, but like, you're actually never going to get to the opportunity if you don't go. That's right. Like sitting around and waiting for an opportunity to fall into your lap. Just to float out to you. That doesn't happen, man. And people are like, well, what if I win the lottery? Well, you had to go buy a ticket and uncle Sam's going to take half of it. So it's not as great as you think it is. And you had to actually go do something. And I'm, you know what I'm saying? But like, (laughs) just start doing it. I believe this with all of my heart. Um, when we start going, that's where we actually find the thing we're looking for. It could be a relationship. So people are like, you know, I'm just waiting for that right person. Well, what are you doing? That's right. What are you doing today? Hello, I'm not saying it's all ladies. on you. I'm literally saying like yeah. that could, could be completely out of your control. But are you are you meeting with people? Are you doing something? Because here's the thing, on your way, along the way, yep. it's going to happen. It will happen. You'll never know. Okay. Um, someone once said to me the other day, they're like, you know, you know, I want to write a book and I don't, I don't know how to get it published. So I was like, well, you have, you'll never actually have anything to publish until you write the book. Hello. Well, I don't have a publisher. Write the book. Like at least start that because then you have more options and then you have more options. Okay. You said that. All right. She's pointing. I said it. Okay. You actually have no options if you have nothing, That's but right. if you have something, you have at least more options. Like get busy 
going. And mm-hmm. I think that is one mm-hmm. of the profound ways that we can be in the dark and not lost. Yep. Think about this, man. Like, um, that I don't know how how far do the headlights on a car like what's the beam throw? Is it thirty feet? I don't know thirty yards. Like you could be driving through the darkest of darks. Vic, look that up. I'm gonna need <laughs> yeah, you. Like, yeah. no, I looked at the last thing and you were way wrong. I didn't like what it said. <laughs> Anthropomorphically does not mean what I thought it meant. Is it like like um, something like coming alive or like like transforming? I could be driving through the darkest <laughs> desert, and um, and the light only shows me thirty feet in front of me, and all I can see is what's in front of me. I, I'm in the midst of the dark, but I don't have to be lost, right? And like, you don't have to, have to be fearful. Just because I can't see everything down the line doesn't right. mean I'm lost. Right. Yeah, and you don't have to be fearful, right? Um, and I think- Because darkness can create fear, and that's where that that's the thing that hangs us up to do anything further, is because we're in the dark, and darkness can breed fear. And I'm reminded of a quote that we put on social media, uh, I don't know, a few weeks ago. It's like, fear is imminent. Panic is optional. And I think like if you're trying to get away from fear, that's not going to happen. So if you're in the dark right now and you're afraid, well, welcome to it. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm afraid of the dark. I'm actually not afraid of the dark. But, you know, some people are afraid of the dark. And if darkness in life, that is a fearful thing. So it's okay to be afraid. But how do you respond in that fear? I would say go. Like move forward in your fear. Panic is optional. Panic is me saying like, I, I'm froze. I'm paralyzed. I can't do right. anything. I'm trapped. And anxiety. There's no way out. There's people right now. In, yeah. You're involved in something. It's a relationship. It's a job. It's a bad. It's a bad situation. It's some. It's a. And you're like, I can't get. I, I have nowhere to go. I have no options. False. We always have an option. Um. What if where I've tried to go was always here? That's a great thought. Uh, song by John Bellion. It's a line. What if? Where I've tried to go is right here. Like today, right now, what if you just said, mm. here's what I'm going to do today. today. I'm going to do this today. I'm just going to do this. This is where I'm supposed to be. This is where I'm going to move from. And you just start walking. I promise you, if you yes. just start going forward. You got a dream? Start going for it right now. You can't accomplish a dream right now, but just start right now. And and be determined. And the and further you go, the opportunity will yep. present itself. It will present itself, but it's not going to present it to you just sitting there. Yep. You're going to have to move. You're going to have to go do something. You're going to you're gonna have to step out of a comfort zone maybe and just little bits of stepping out of comfort zone. So being in the moment. So good. And I don't know, this stuff, this topic, I think I'm just so passionate about. And, and like I just mentioned before, I'm like, we have to fulfill our full potential. You have to fill your full, full potential and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to do it with all your heart and be determined. And it's going to take a lot of hard work. And I think honestly, for me, when I faced the fear of like, oh my God, I'm going to jump out and start this business. It was a ton of hard work. Like the hardest work I had ever done in my entire life, other than raising maybe these three babies, but it was so hard, but in the end it produced so much. Yeah. And can I just say it was so worth it. I don't regret a day in my life. I love and that. so get after it, man. Get, get after, after it. it. Yeah. Be encouraged today. Hey, here's to driving stick shift and walking in the dark. Right? Hey, uh-huh. cheers to that. Cheers. Get busy. get busy. We love you. Thank you for listening. Thanks for joining us today on Coffee Talk with Billy and Jen. Hey, if you've enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and we'd love to hear from you. You can leave a review, rate us or follow us on social media at It's Billy Huffman. Here's to more coffee and honest conversations. Cheers. Cheers.